This is Tabletop Antibodies for March 2016. The concept is we work as antibodies to sift through all the tabletop stuff, attach to only the good stuff, and bring it to you. I am Taylor. Joining me are Joshua and Tracy. Say the things. The things. Howdy. We will talk about some conventions, some news, some Kickstarters, other gaming things. I'll try to keep it short and sweet and to the point, and hopefully hear something you like, and then check it out. Yes. I got through that pretty quick. So first conventions i've got a list i don't know if you guys have stuff actually i'm gonna have a question for joshua but basically just like last month like it's awesome to go to conventions because there's if you're anywhere in your utah south carolina mississippi arkansas north carolina georgia michigan and canada but toronto respectively which is in the province of ontario and i totally knew that before and didn't have to look that up because I'm an intelligent American. Hmm? <laughs> I'm letting that one go. <laughs> okay, so uh, SaltCon and Utah board game tournaments, and all these will have links in the show notes and everything. Uh, PlateCon, which is awesome, I thought, because it was named after Platteville or Plateville, South Carolina. I don't know. I'm from North Carolina. We have roads. So they have RPGs, board games, video games. CoastCon in Mississippi in RPGs, cosplay, and the one I want to talk with Joshua about, maybe you're going, is the game at Ford in Springdale. Ah, yes. Are you possibly going to that one? Um, I am not going to be able to go to that one, sadly. I went last year, actually ran a demo on it. Really neat. Um, wish I could go. What'd you run a demo on? Uh, My Mystics. Nice. Uh, it's uh, an RPG benefit that... Um, church and the uh, teachers in the area kind of put together basically introduced board gaming and uh, some role playing different people a lot of local companies and extended companies do sponsorships they got prizes every hour they give out and it's small enough that you've got really good chances of winning something nice yeah it's uh, projectteachernwa.org apparently is who it benefits mm-hmm and a lot of free food provided, including full meals. I want to. I want to go to that. That's coming up. All these are March fourth through six, including Atomicon in Durham, North Carolina. If you're in that area, you should come to that. I'm going to be there. I'm running a fate game Saturday, the fifth or fourth. What is this Saturday? What's the date? The fifth. The fifth. I'm running a game the fifth, one thirty to six thirty, at. Atomicon. And then on the 11th and 13th, there's one in Atlanta, Georgia. Bunch of board games, RPG things. There was, uh, we knew a couple people that went to one in the last month, but it's nice to see there's all these conventions. And I'm glad I get to go to one. And, oh wait, there's one in, no, I forgot the most important one. The one in Toronto, Canada. Breakout, which is Tabletop Gamings. Oh, and there's also another one. I have a list, but you wouldn't think it. This one's a mission. It's just called Marmalade Dog, which is, I like it because it's not just something con. That seems pretty cool. But all those places, I'm glad I get to go to a con. Are you going to be able to go to the one this weekend, Tracy? Probably not. Okay, sweet. You've already ran in my Fate game that I'm running, so it'll be new people. So I'm pretty excited. Do you guys have any other convention things? I just found out this week that a local gaming con that I usually go to, the 
the whose turn it is it anyway which is also affiliated with that board game thing um those being uh late summer and winter events they're now bringing in a third event in the summer are those the official names of those yes oh that's awesome so then now they're going to have an event that's late january early february one in june and one in september nice let me know and I'll, I'll put them on our little list of things will do okay this is the part where one of you segues into the news that's all i got i have a couple of things the first one i know is i thought about not saying this because it may ruin my chances of getting in this but that's not nice to do there's a play testing opportunity for the fake core game shadow of the century it's a 1980s action adventure world I know we've all signed up to be in the playtest, but if other people get in it and they heard it from here, they can be like, hey, burn everything gaming email. Would you like to play with us? And we can say yes. That would be awesome. So maybe, yeah, we can convince people to play with us. We would, we would like that. I'm curious with that, based off of the name, if it's connected to the same world that the Spirit of the Century RPG that they had a few years back is in spirit of the century is based yes roughly the 1920s what i've got from it here step into the world 1980s action adventure shadow of the century set in the spirit of the century universe okay so yes it just it takes place in the 1980s now so yes to your question i also have have you guys played the grizzled yet no i have not oh it's awesome i think i talked about it before you play 19, what was it? I can't remember the year exactly. But anyway, you're French soldiers and during World War One, I, I think. And it's super depressing and you're just trying to survive. But now there's an expansion so you can not survive longer. You can be even more depressed. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty excited. The game I played was really fun and depressed. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> it was depressing, but really fun. There's also new updates on the Dead Winter expansion, The Long Night. Ooh. They've said that uh, there's new characters and new new mechanics to help protect you from not only zombies, but bandits and quote-unquote twisted human experiments. I don't know why they just didn't say mutants, but that's what the quote is. So I'm excited to see what they do with that, because I love that game. And I also, I don't know if you guys got it. I got the the little app you can get for your tablet for the card. What is it? The crossroads cards. Have you guys used that? Yeah. Yeah. It's a crossroads app. Yes. I like it That's because cool. it, it cleared up some of the errata on the cards. And also I always have questions when I'm reading them. Like, what am I supposed to read to the person? Like, do I tell them the end result of the options? But I like on the crossword app, you pick one and then it tells you what happens. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Last one I have is Barnes & Noble is holding game nights every Thursday this week. Not every Thursday this week. Every Thursday this month for the month of March. And then it says in select stores, which I think is pretty cool for gaming in general that more and more places are opening up to do that. Did you guys have any new stuff? One thing I did see recently is that pan... And I believe this was serious, is that Pandemic is releasing and expansion or a, a pandemic version that is Cthulhu based. That would be cool. 
I, I'm a bit skeptical because I'm now don't remember the source of that. <laughs> nice. That I could I could see that both being true and not being true. Well, it it makes me think of the wonderfully named expansion for Smash Up, which is the obligatory Cthulhu expansion. Oh yeah, because you, you have to do that. that yeah, everything great. has to do that. Nice. What about you, Joshua? I've been kind of out of it this week, month. Uh, no news that I know of. Well, you have been working on playtesting things. Yes, but I'm not allowed to share any of that. Is there anything you can say about that that won't get us in trouble? Oh, um, actually, yes. There is one thing. Greater than games, if I can find... Um, you know, they've been having a really successful Kickstarter with their Sentinel of the Multiverse, last expansion, whatnot. People have been asking, what are they going to do next? Well, they bought the license for Exoplanets, which is a Polish game. Uh, I forget what type of license it is, but basically it lets them release an English version in America. Very popular game where you are building your own uh, planets, building up the life, uh, that populates it, the uh, designs, and basically designing a whole solar system, uh, maybe even a whole galaxy, uh, alongside with you know, other people kind of competing to make your set of planets better than theirs. It's a little bit of a step down, you know, they're making a galaxy instead of making a universe, much less a multiverse, but uh, on the other hand, it looks uh, really exciting, got great reviews, over in Europe, um, sold out very quickly over there, from what I understand, and looks like a lot of fun. So, even though this uh, Kickstarter is well over a million dollars right now for the final uh, expansion of Sentinels: The Multiverse, I think the Greater Than Games Company is going to be around for a long time. It looks like they're already moving forward with their next uh, product. Nice, cool. It's almost like you set it up for a segue into Kickstarters. Uh, there's the Sentinels Multiverse one. It's got a million dollars. What I was, one point one million as of now. It probably, I think it's projected on KickTrack to go between one point two and one point five million. We'll see how it goes. I think I was telling Tracy about this, and actually you. One of the hardest parts of this is actually a good thing because finding a good game that isn't already funded by like a thousand percent is hard to do, and that's good because it means. People love board games and tabletop stuff, and they're paying money for it. Yay! I like that a lot. So I did find some. I found two of them that are not funded yet that I thought they were really cool. One's called Flag Dash, and it's a small strategy game where you play as adults who agreed in their childhood or something that, hey, once we're old and out of shape and lazy, we'll go... They didn't say I made that up. But once we're adults... We'll go back and play Capture the Flag. And it's like a little... It's one of those strategy games where you put down your next two turns and you try to plan ahead and try to guess what the other people are going to do and then the, it plays out. It looks pretty cute. And then there's also something called Hot Pursuit, which is a micro card game set in the 1940s New York. And what I liked about it is you can play solo, cooperative, or like Hidden Agenda there's four different ways and it can play between one and 10 players, depending on like, if you want to play solo, you try to cut off the corporation, uh, the corruption, probably corporations too. But if you play with two players, you try to catch a thief, which I guess is against each other. The cooperative part is like three to eight players where you 
try to be big wigs in the city. And then the hidden agenda part where you play two teams between like four and five people each of like spy hunters. I like all those options. Yeah, I, it's, you know, the micro card game is just basically like use the same cards for whatever you're playing. They just have like, one of the pictures is a guy in a blue suit and the thief game, he's the blue thief. But in other ones, he's just like the corporate man or something else. Like use the same cards no matter what. It looks pretty cool. It had like a 50 card deck. So pretty simple. Uh, the other one was Sentinel Multiverse. But I already said that. What about you guys? Well, I've been looking at a few. The unfunded ones, there's one that's probably only unfunded because it's pretty new. It's actually in the world of the Red Dragon Inn, if you've played that game. Yeah. And this is the Red Dragon Inn Battle for Greyport. Basically, while everyone's on the way to the bar, the town gets attacked and... So then you're a group of adventurers running around saving the town from the monsters that are attacking it. And it, it is a co-op deck building game, which, of course, I have a soft spot for deck builders. Nice. That's the... Uh, actually, I haven't played I've been at parties where people were playing it, but you get like 10 people or something. Yeah. And you just go around and pretend to be dwarves drinking things. Right. The Red Dragon Inn... Yeah, the idea is you're a group of adventurers after, you know, a long day of slogging through dungeons, you wind up at a tavern where you're blowing all your money as soon as you make it and makes sense. Basically, you have a there's a number track. On one end, you have a counter for fortitude and on the other end, you have a counter for alcohol content and as you're brawling and drinking, those move closer together and when they meet, you pass out. Oh, nice. And the last the last person standing wins. Yay! Uh, what about another one? Another one is Lil Cthulhu. <laughs> There's always Cthulhu. Basically, Cthulhu has a baby. And so players are cultists who have been tasked with babysitting. And the baby Cthulhu has destroyed all its toys. And so you have to get through the toy box and find pieces of the toys, which are in the form of cards. <laughs> So you, you have to find pieces and assemble the cards for the toy at once at the particular time. And if you don't, it makes you go insane. And it, it's a cute little baby Cthulhu that will still make you die horribly like all Cthulhu games do. Nice. Any more? Yeah. Another one that's unfunded right now and that I don't know a lot about the universe, but I saw it and it seemed kind of interesting is it's for what's called Iron Edda, E-D-D-A. Iron Edda is basically a fate-fueled RPG that seems to be a more traditional RPG universe with dwarves and humans and kind of the medieval fantasy type of setting. So like a like a Tolkien verse? Yeah, that's what it seems to be. And right now on Kickstarter they have additional they have new content for that world uh, in both in terms of story and content for the RPG. Nice. What about you, Joshua? Have you looked at any? Nope. <laughs> nice. Well, you did the Sentinels of the Multiverse, but you already talked about that one. You did like the hundred and something dollar? Yep. Oh, yeah. Back at the level where you're getting a box for all the carry case, all the new promos. Um, yeah, I mean, he's redoing every character card he's done uh, with new art. And apparently he's also doing a foil version. The only reason I backed the foil for the character cards is while most of the game is coming out in January of next year, 
those are actually coming out in June, July. Oh, nice. Before uh, the big cons in the summer. So you get some of your cards there at the beginning, and there's some of the uh, promo or variants that I don't have, so that'll be cool. Nice. I can finally have uh, Young Legacy. I think that's one that I've always wanted. And I was supposed to get Super Scientific Tachyon, but I never did. So I'll be happy to get those. She's very scientific. She's very scientific. Do you have any other Kickstarters, Tracy? I had one more, and this one just funded recently. It's called Zombie Tower 3D. And is it related to the Zombie Tower people? I'm not sure. I don't know who those people are. Okay, there's a, there's a guy that does like game reviews and stuff. It's, it's, uh, no, that's, that's something Tower. else. Never mind. Continue. It is Dice Tower. No, it's not related to that. But Zombie Tower, you built for the board, you build a 3D tower. It's basically in a Y shape. So there's three different wings to the building with multiple levels and players are in the building. It's a co-op game where you're trying to escape this building that's set up three-dimensionally, which I think is a pretty cool idea. Nice. I know the the Burgle Bros, I don't know if you guys have played that game, but it's, it doesn't have the components itself to build like a three-story building, which is the part you're, you're burgling, but you can... People have made little tables that, you know, you put the first level on the bottom, second and third. I think that's really cool. I, I like that game, but I haven't played it in that three-dimensional level. Ooh, that was actually a segue. Speaking of playing, what have you guys been playing? Well, of all the stuff that I'm allowed to talk about, <laughs> I have been playing a little bit of, uh, shoot, is it uh, Boss Monster? Yay! That I got for Christmas. I've been going through that again. Very quick, easy, light game. Fun to play. Been playing a lot of Sentinels of the Multiverse. We can talk about the Sentinel comics, right? The comics? The Sentinel comics RPG beta we played. Oh, yeah. Um, we actually did. I think uh, all of us were in that, too. Yes, we were. Check it out on Burn Everything Gaming. Boom! What? <laughs> it's actually it's actually not there yet it's on the youtube channel it'll be on the website oh actually you know what tracy it is on the website you know it better than i do i'm gonna i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> well we got to do uh one little adventure that demonstrates you know a lot of the older concepts granted they've gotten some feedback already from playtesters and running it through uh a few cons last year so there's going to be a lot of changes but it gives you, you know, the video will give you a really nice look at you know where it started and i believe i can talk taylor into letting me run another game when we've got the new version to kind of compare the rules as well we probably will do uh, at least one more game of these old rules just because there's a lot of characters and a lot of things we haven't really had the chance to explain or demonstrate in a one-shot, like the leveling system or uh, unlockables or the way you can uh, change you know, different principles, kind of like variants for your heroes, or, I mean, even what the montage scenes in between the scenes look like. There's a lot of stuff that uh, we still haven't got to play with, so... Uh, we'll see if we're allowed to do that, but hopefully you get to see more from us on that soon. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure you can talk me into that. I know me and Tracy have been playing some time stories, the Marcy case. Which is great. Yes, I I liked it. I liked it more than the first, I guess the base version. Is that what it was? Yeah, and I would agree with that. Yeah, it was, I, don't, I mean, they're different stories. I like that they're different stories. I think this one was just, it was not better put together. It was just, it seemed smoother and I had a better idea of what was going on and I think it was just better all around. So I'm excited about the dragon something that we're doing next. Yes, I, I don't, don't know. remember the name of that, but well, I really enjoyed the first scenario. And then the second one, though, I felt like complaints I had with the first scenario, they addressed those things in the second one. Yes, I I liked them both. It's not like I didn't like the first. I liked the second one. What else have you been playing, Tracy? One game I've been playing recently is a game called Takaneko. I think that's how you say it. It's basically, it's a cute little game, but it's simplistic gameplay, but it's still interesting. Basically, there is growing bamboo, and there's a gardener that likes to make bamboo grow, and there's a panda running around eating the bamboo. Oh, pandas. And as a player, you have different cards that you try to complete to score points. These different cards are either by shapes of tiles one of the pieces of the game is you're placing new tiles and you're also getting water through those tiles and so having certain configurations of tiles will complete some cards having certain colors of bamboo grown to certain heights will score other cards and having the panda eat certain colors of bamboo will score other cards and so you're moving the gardener around to try to make bamboo grow and Running, making the panda move to eat bamboo, and of course, someone might sabotage. You know, have the oh, that's cute panda eat bamboo that you needed to complete a card. So it's it's fun, and and it's thematically amusing too. I like games that are, have a good theme to them. I agree. What are you guys moving forward like in the next month? What are you guys going to play? I know we're going to play. Well, we should play the next installment of the time stories. But do you guys have anything you know you're going to play this next month? Well, one game that I've played recently that I w- wouldn't mind playing more of is called Mafia de Cuba. It's kind of a deceit game. Basically, one person is a mob boss. And you pass around a cigar box that has diamonds in it from a recent heist. And the other players have the option of they can take a token that has a certain role. Or they can take diamonds. And for the mob boss to win, he has to get back all of the diamonds. And he does that by accusing pe- having people empty their pockets. And when they empty their pockets and they have diamonds, he gets them. Uh, but he loses if he accuses someone of taking diamonds and they, they don't have any. So it's kind of like Sheriff uh, Nottingham? Never played that. Okay, so it has a very similar... You're a sheriff, and people are trying to bring goods and illegal goods into the city or out of the city. I don't remember, but the sheriff can accuse people, and if they have the bad stuff, he takes it. If they have only good stuff, he gets in trouble. Stuff like that. Yeah, this sounds similar. Nice. What about you, Joshua? Just more Sentinels? I'm sure I'll be doing a lot more Sentinels, especially when I get the Oblivion uh, playtesting stuff. But uh, aside from that, I will probably be playing... 
a lot more myth. The uh, miniatures game where it's kind of oh, I like that game uh, an RPG interaction and each that's a fun game. It is. It's a lot of fun. Um, each character basically has their own deck that they work with and their own board for uh, equipment and magic items and stuff. So it feels like an RPG and sometimes setting up feels a lot like your old miniatures game. But um, if you've got at least one person that enjoys doing the math and the setup, um, it goes pretty fast. It's a lot of fun and they've got a lot of adventures out right now. As far as RPGs, I'll probably be doing a lot of Fate. I'm not sure exactly what uh, worlds necessarily, um, but we've got a few opportunities coming up here in the local area for role-playing games, and that just seems one that people of all experience levels can get together and play, and I have a lot of fun. Which one's that? Creatively. Uh, fate. Oh, you, oh, just fate in general. Of fate okay. Core. Yeah. Nice. I know we'll be playing Star Trek Fate. I've got to write more things for that, but there is some stuff I wish I would play. What about you guys? What is something you're not going to play this coming up month that you wish you could? One game that I think looks interesting is called Lanterns: The Harvest Festival. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, it's a kind of simplistic tile placing game, and You've got four-sided tiles, and they have... Basically, each side has a certain pattern on it. And when you're placing the tiles, it has to match up to tiles that... Two two tiles touching have... The touching sides have to match. Okay, there's... And there's more to it than that. There's cards, but... It just... Really great artwork, and it looks like interesting mechanics. And kind of simplistic, and... It sounds similar to that loop game where... Ah, uh, it's you start off like your color, and it there's a line. The tile that goes next to it has to connect with that line, and then like you can. T- I forgot the name of it, but it's tile placement. What do you wish you could play, Joshua? Uh, I would really like to get my hands on a version of Trader Mechanic, the Trader Mechanic game, where you're actually playing mechanics in a shop, <laughs> uh, trying to run it, and somebody actually is. A traitor. Is that the game that won that uh, that thing we were talking about like two months ago or last month? No, it was kind of the suggestion of, hey, if you want to you know, design your own you know, pun-based game, here's an example of what you could do. Uh, Trader Mechanic, and it just sounded like a really cool concept uh, that they gave for the example. So I wish I could play something like that. And again, I really wish I could play that uh, time game that you guys are playing, but oh. nobody over here can play it with me. Oh, we'll just tell you how good it is and hopefully not make you too sad. I wish I could play this Ghostbusters RPG right? that we have been talking about playing for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> We've got characters and my guy is great at gobbling food and I want that to happen in a game. I'm trying uh, to re- even remember what I did I feel with my character right now. It's been that long. <laughs> it's, it wouldn't take long to remake him. I, I lost mine, but I know he's he's good at gobbling food and arguing. And he's an occultist and he has disguise. That's all I remember. Oh, he also wants to do it for the betterment of mankind, which seems weird. So he's kind of a ray, but not as likable. 
and likes to eat more. But that's what I wish I could do. Is there anything else you guys want to add? I did have a chance to look up on Board Game Geek. The Pandemic Cthulhu game is called Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu, and it's coming out this year. Wow, it's real. I'm not... Yes, it is real. Sweet. I'm not as surprised. That's, no. That's... Yeah, that's sad. And awesome. <laughs> I think it would make sense for them to do a zombie version since zombie with zombies it's often in modern times portrayed as a disease but also there's even protocols that like different government agencies use to model outbreaks where they use a fake scenario of a zombie outbreak which i think is amusing (laughs) nice what about you joshua anything else nope sweet short and simple to the point we're clocking in hopefully under 30 minutes and we have hopefully people still listening. For those people still listening, we can say bye. Goodbye. Later. You guys don't want to do your awesome catchphrases? What's that? The closest thing I've got is I'm going to finish the food before things get real. I think we'll end it on that. <laughs> Laters. Thank you for listening to Tabletop Antibodies. If there's any tabletop news you'd like us to know and report, or if you have any questions for us you'd like us to answer, just let us know at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com, our Facebook, or our Twitter. Hope to hear from you. Keep on enjoying.